listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast by Dr. T. Michael W. Halcom, Dr. Frederick J. Long, Dr. Mario Melendez, Dr. Jennifer Noonan, and J. M. Smith. Welcome and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Proof Text. I'm Michael Halcom, and this is a 10 questions episode. Unfortunately, today I'm flying solo. I don't have my sidekick. Um, J.M. Smith in the house, so it's just me, and we're going to look at just a random verse, so I just typed in uh, the internet, give me a random verse, and boom, one popped up, and that's what we're going to look at, so I haven't really had time to digest this, but I'm going to pull it up on the screen, and we're going to look at it together, so if you're watching, that's great, if you're just listening, fine too, if you have a Greek New Testament or an English scripture, you want to get that, go ahead and do it, but here we go, the random verse that the internet gave me, was 1 Timothy 6.10. So let's go check this out. All right, I got stepbible.org open here, and the Greek and English are up on the screen. And I'm going to come up with 10 questions just looking at this. So the English says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people, eager for money, have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. All right, and I'm just going to look at it in the Greek here. A All right, so some big words in there. Um, the idea here is to ask 10 questions of the verse, not really giving any answers, just raising 10 questions. So I'm curious, um, I've often heard this, uh, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Um, so it's interesting just coming to look at this for the love of money is a root, not the root of all evil. And indeed in the Greek, there isn't a definite article. So um if we because this is a nominative uh feminine singular a riza so a riza gar um it does just say a root it doesn't say the root um for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil so why have people translated that with the definite article for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil um it's a root. So that's kind of interesting to me. Um, and then we have pandon ton kakon estin. All, it really doesn't say kinds. Um, it for it is the root of all evils. A filarguria, the love of money is. All right, so let's read it in word, with word order. Root four. Now that's kind of interesting. For the root, for a root of all kind of all evils is the love of money. Uh, so why translate it all kinds of evil? Why not leave it as it is and and follow what it says? All evils. So love of money is the root of all evil. Is the root or a root of all evils? Why why did the NIV here choose all kinds of evil? Um, when it actually in Greek says all evils. So that's my second question. 
Um, and here it says, Aestinus. Um, some for, uh, there are some. There are some. And this is some people. And the word people isn't there. It just says, there are some. So who are the some? I mean, in the context of 1 Timothy 6, are there specific people in the preceding verses or in the specific context who are being, you know, being referred to? So we, we shouldn't take this just as like talking about me or you. In the immediate context, who are these, these some ones? There are some. And so that's my third question. Who are who are these someones? Okay. Um, then we get Oregomenu, um Apelante Apelante San. Oh, I said that wrong. Apeplan uh, Apeplanete San. Woo! Apeplanete San. That's a long word from Apoplanao to mislead. And then we get Oregomenu, Oregomenu to aspire. Um, or to be, this translated as eager, uh, being eager to mislead some from the faith, I guess. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, from among the allegiant ones or the faithful ones. Now this just says they've wandered from the faith, but, or wandered from the faith. But this word, apoplanao, means to mislead or deceive. So the idea is that maybe there are some who want to mislead others from the faith. So instead of saying some people eager for money have wandered from the faith, it seems to be saying there are some um, eagerly misleading those implied from among the faithful yeah so is that a better translation i guess is my fourth question and the fifth question is who then might they you know among the faithful is that referring to a specific group within the context again so that's my fifth question and so tacked on to that are the lovers of money uh, one group in this specific context or congregation over and against the faithful ones in this congregation. Uh, so I'm my sixth question is, I'm seeing the next verse, but you, uh, person of God or one of God, man of God, flee from all of this, flee from these things. So, and that... That's in the, the singular, you, person of God. So instead of uh, it being a group of faithful, um, like it's interesting that it moves from plural, well, it's actually tespisteo, singular. So who's the from the faithful one? So who is that? Uh, that... That's my, my next question. Well, that, that really tacks on to the previous question, so that doesn't kind of count. Um, looking back at 6.10, it says, And um, they have pierced themselves. They, they have pierced. 
they have pierced themselves old Eunice. Many griefs or anguishes. So how is that? How is how have they pierced themselves? They're trying to mislead others, and in doing so, pierced themselves. Is that it? Or in in pulling people away, they pierce themselves, or is it like a combination? In trying to pull others away and loving money, they pierce themselves. So what is how how are they piercing themselves, and what does that look like? Yeah, that's fascinating. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. Um, and it says in the next verse, you, you man of God, flee from all this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. This is uh, my question: Is this then setting? up a purposeful contrast, I think this is question seven, between philargeria, the love of money, the lover of money, in contrast with the person of God who's pursuing, instead of money, these riches or these things. Yeah, so that's that question, uh, number seven. Um, the number eight, I'm curious about just going back to the very first word, Riza, root. Um, why use this word? And, you know, when we think of root, obviously we think of like the root of a tree, uh, the source of something. Uh, why use this metaphor? Uh, is it somehow connected to something that goes before? Um, because it doesn't seem like it. So why use this analogy at this point? He's it's, it's kind of mixing metaphors. He's talking about a root and then fleeing. Um, yeah, so why use the analogy of a root? That's question number eight. Let's see. Uh, question number nine. Okay, um, I'm just going to have to go to the next verse again, uh, 6.11. Well, let's actually go to the, the previous verse, because it says, Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and, and a trap, and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. So definitely there there is this connection with verse 9. You have vulomenu plutin. Um, you, Volomen, you, those desiring um, plutine, the infinitive, to be wealthy or rich. What's in this context in First Timothy, um, like, uh, how does this desire to get rich, like, socioculturally, what was going on for those desiring to get rich? Were there people from outside coming into the church? Were there uh, people outside the church and the people inside the church were looking out and thinking, I want that, like um, envying them or being jealous of them or um, coveting, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then you have uh, this whole di idea of 
of falling into a trap um, and plunging into ruin and destruction, which is similar to falling into a trap. Um, is it now, is that connected to when they fall into the trap? Like the image that comes to mind is uh, you dig a hole and you put like spikes down in there and you, when you fall in, you fall onto a spike and you get pierced. So is that trap, this is my last question, uh, related to how they get pierced? Or is it a different kind of trap, but that's still related to how they get pierced? So those are my uh, 10 questions. I'm looking mainly at 1 Timothy 6.10, but had a little bit of a look at 9 and a little bit of a ver look at verse 11. Hopefully next time we'll have JM back with us. Uh, but that's 10 questions for now, and I, I hope that's uh, piqued your interest to maybe dive into these verses a little bit more. Um, definitely has piqued mine. So I'm going to stop there and say I hope that helps. Interested in growing your ancient language skills but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glow's House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glowsahouse.com today. Glow's House, language resources for the global community.